Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. My name is Prophet Johnny Newman. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter number 2. I'm reading verse 1. But there were false prophets amongst also among the people, even as there shall be false prophets among you, who privily shall bring damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Please listen to verse 2. It says, And many shall follow their what? Pernicious ways. Many shall follow what? They are pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Verse 3 says, And though covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, verse 5, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah and the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing, the, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. If you go straight to verse 15, it says, Which are forsaken the right way. Which are forsaken the right way. And gone astray. Gone astray. Following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. Father, we thank you for the reading of the word. In the name of Jesus. The message I'm about to preach tonight is titled, How much is your prophet? How much is your prophet? The Bible says in 2 Peter 2 verse 15, it says, Which are forsaken the right way and gone astray, Following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. Look at verse 6. But was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb are speaking with man's voice, forbids the madness of the prophet. There is a saying that every man alive has got a price tag. But child of God, that does not mean you can buy every man alive. You might be under the sound of my voice and saying, but prophet, if, if, if there is a saying that everyone has a price tag, then what do you mean you can't buy anybody? Yes, everyone has a price tag, but you can only buy those who are still in the market to be bought. You cannot go <laughs> to someone's house and want to buy what is not for sale. Neither can you go to the supermarket and buy what is not on the shelf. Child of God, that simply means that there are still some men that cannot be bought because they are not available for sale. 
We live in a day and an age where prophetic ministry has been bastardized, corrupted, polluted, compromised, and destroyed. The image of the prophetic office has been ridiculed by pounds, sterling, and dollar bills. Where prophets are now jumping borders and flying from one place to another. Like they are now witches. I don't know how someone will transfer from one country to another. If you have a clean conscience, you cannot run. For the Bible says, A clean conscience feareth no what? Accusations. But the wicked run it when no one pursued them. One of the prophecies for 2020, I said God is going to disgrace false prophets this year. If you remember the prophecies I gave. And he said it's only going to get worse. It's cleansing the prophetic ministry. The prophetic ministry, number one, is not a merchandising ministry. The prophetic ministry is a ministry where the prophet must understand that he is an ambassador of God and the kingdom of God. Is an oracle number two of the king of kings, Jehovah himself. But we have in our dispensation where the prophetic ministry has turned to some extravagant platform through which men enrich themselves at the expense of the crowd. I, I'm not speaking against prosperity because prosperity is meant for the righteous. For the Bible says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. And be in health, even as thy very soul prospereth. But if prosperity will cost you your soul and cause you to end in eternal destruction, that is not prosperity from God. That is covetousness and great prosperity. Yes, the Bible says God has given us the power to make wealth, but He hasn't given us the power to become arm robbers in church. Where men will enlarge their pockets at the expense of the pockets of the flocks. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 3, it says, And through covetousness shall they feign, and shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. They cannot make merchandise of you if you are not covetous. People go to church looking for a magician called Jesus, but child of God, the Jesus we serve is not a magician, but a miracle worker. We live in a day and an age where we fail to understand that we should be preparing ourselves for the return and the entrance of the King of Kings. You hear the story of some members who have given their, their life, their livelihood to a pastor. We have pastors and so-called prophets who have four private jets, but you don't have an auditorium. You have five private jets, but you don't have a building where the people can gather. If people accuse you of taking their millions and you have four private jets and houses worth millions everywhere, why can't you sell some of these things and give the money back to them to keep the integrity and the image of your name? How can I be a prophet and I have 20 Rolls Royce, 4 Bentley, 10 Lamborghinis, and I'm still doing fundraising? I'm a thief if that is the case. How many Rolls Royce will you drive? I'm, I'm not against Rolls Royce. Like I said, I'm not against prosperity. 
I want to prosper because the Bible says, that I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be in health, even as you so prosper. We are living in a day and age where genuine preachers, genuine preachers, genuine preachers are struggling to reach out to the hearts of people now because why? People's hearts have been blocked by the wickedness and money hungry prophets. Money hungry pastors, armed robbers in suits on the altar. But again, the question is the covetousness of people and their greed is what is leading them to a place where they are being merchandised. When a man is not looking for anything, it cannot just be easily merchandised. I don't come to bash it, I am here to tell you what is happening now. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1. It says, For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you, that it was not in vain. Verse 2, but even after that we had suffered before and we are shamefully entreated as you know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God which much, with much what? Contention. Look at verse 3. What does verse 3 say? Let's read it here. For our exhortation was not of what? It was not of deceit. Nor, un, nor of uncleanness. Nor in guile. But, we were, but, but as we were allowed of God to put in trust. To be put in trust with the gospel. The gospel life, whenever I preach... It means that God has put me in trust of the gospel at that point in time. So whatever I say that is contrary to his mind and his will, I'll be held accountable. It says, but we, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. Let's use the message translation of him. Um, of the Bible to read them, First Thessalonians chapter two, from verse one to four. So, friends, it's obvious that our visit to you was no waste of time. We had just been given rough treatment in Philippi, as you know, but that didn't slow us down. We were sure of ourselves in God, and went right ahead. And set our peace. Watch it. It says, presenting God's message to you. Defiant of what? The opposition. Next verse. Now watch this. It says, God tested us thoroughly. To make sure. We were qualified to be trusted with this message. But assured that when we speak to you, we are not after crowd approval. Only God's approval. 
since we've been put through the battery of tests, you are guaranteed that both we and the message are free of error, mixed motives, or hidden agendas. We never use words to butter you up. No one knows the better than you. And God knows we never use words as a smokescreen to take advantage of you. What we have in the prophetic now, TV screen, is people on the altar with mixed motives, eating agendas, using words to butter the people. And misleading the crowd. The question is, child of God, the question is, how much are prophets? How, how cheap is the prophetic anointing? Someone brings one million, you prophesize, say you are prophesying. There was a prophet in the Bible called Balaam. Balaam was a man, yes, anointed by God. But it was bought by a price. I'm going to give you some examples of Balaam that we see in our day, in our age, and our generation. There are many prophets like Balaam already on the altar. The Bible says in Numbers chapter number 22. Numbers 22 verse 1. It said, and children of Israel set forward. If we read straight all the way to verse 6. Numbers 22 6. It says, now, therefore, or let's read from verse 5. Let's go back a bit. Numbers 22, verse 5. He sent messengers, therefore, unto Balaam, the son of Beor of Pethel, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Verse 6, come now therefore I pray thee, curse me these people. Verse 6, curse me these people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we may, we may smite them and that I may drive them out of the land. For I what, for I what that he whom thou blessed is blessed and he whom thou cursed is cursed. Verse 7, and the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with their rewards. There was a reward. Meaning the price they placed on the head of Balaam. The price of Balaam. Balaam's worth. His worth was in the bag. And they departed with the rewards of divination in their hand and came unto Balak and spoke unto him the words of Balak. And he said unto him, and said unto them, Lodge, verse 8, Lodge, yea, this night, that I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. Balak sent his chiefs, people of Midian, to go to a prophet 
who is apparently of God to curse the people of God. And the prophet told them, let me go and let me go and talk to God. If the man wasn't interested in the price of divination, the reward for divination, wouldn't he have used his common sense to integrity to rebuke the men that came from Balak on the spot? Because why? How can God cause his children? Balaam was going to spend time in prayers and fasting. Speaking and inquiring of God about causing Israel. How is that possible? Balaam means the bull of heaven. How can the bull of heaven cause the people and the citizens of heaven? But because he had seen the bag, the reward of divination is ability, capacity to reason justly and righteously was knocked. His ability and capacity to reason righteously disappeared. Hence the reason Elam started praying. It's like you coming to me to tell me to curse a child of God because you are giving me one million. And I say, wait, let me go and pray. Is it, is, which God am I going to pray? Am I going to pray to the Almighty God to curse his own child or I'm praying because I'm seeing one million pound check? That is what people are no longer in descend about anymore the bible is there numbers 22 verse 20 numbers chapter 22 verse 7 and the elders of moab and the elders of midian departed with the reward with the reward of divination in their hand and came unto balaam and spoke unto him the words of balak now the question is what are the words of Balak. Like if you look at verse 6. 6 is the number of is the number of flesh. 6 is the number of flesh. Numbers 22 verse 6. It says come now therefore. These are the words of Balak. Come now therefore. Verse 6. Verse 6. Come now therefore. I pray thee. Curse me these people. Curse me these people. For they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail. That they that we may, we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. Number one, smite. Someone say smite. smite. Number two, drive them out of the land. For for I what that whom thou blessed is blessed, and whom thou cursed is cursed. Mm. Now, look at these two words. To curse them, to, sorry, this, to smite them, and to what? Drive them out of the land. Now, the children of Israel were the covenant descendants of Abraham. And mm. roots to occupying the land God promised Abraham. Then Balaam is going to pray, supposedly, supposedly going to pray to God to approve Balak, killing the descendant of Abraham, therefore voiding the prophetic promise God gave Abraham directly. So my question is, which God was Balaam going to pray to? He wasn't going to pray to no God. It, his eyes had been blind by the rewards of divination. How much is your prophet? How much is the prophet you call? 
how much will he, will he compromise his faith because you are holding 5,000 pounds in your wallet? How much is your profit? Will they go supposedly going to pray to God to cost what God will not cost? How much is your profit? The Bible says that God told Abraham, you, you know, I will bless thee, multiply thee, I will increase thee. It says, by your name, the children of the earth shall be blessed. Child of God, God promised Abraham to be a father of nations. When his children started manifesting, Balak with an ambition in Numbers 22 verse 6, said with his own words, get me this prophet called Balaam, so that I I will prevail against Israel. I will smite Israel and drive them out. Meaning he wants to kill the sons and the daughters of Abraham and drive them out of the covenant promised land of God. Which God was Balaam going to pray to? What God was Balaam going to pray to? Nobody is asking questions anymore. You just go to a prophet. Prophet, I want to be a millionaire. The prophet will just say, Receive it, receive it. You are shouting. And the prophet isn't asking, What job do you do? Where will you get this money from? What is your line of business? Someone comes to you with 20,000 pounds. You don't ask, Where do you get the money from? What do you do for your living? You don't know where the person never attends your service. I'm not saying God cannot send miracle your way, but how can someone give you 30,000 pounds? You've not asked, what do you do for a relieving? How much is your profit? There are pastors, there are prophets who are preaching today what God never told them to preach. Why? Because of money. Because of what is at stake. Pastors are preaching to please. Members so they can keep crowd for tithes and offering to be plenty. Because they fear preaching the truth will make the crowd walk away. And they are left with the bills to pay. Child of God, I am tired of this. And I will throw this Bible away. If God cannot vindicate righteous prophets anymore. If God cannot enrich righteous prophets anymore. If God cannot enlarge righteous prophets anymore. Let me give you an example of what's happened in our age. We have prophets who call themselves major things. Major two, major three. Emeritus. Some pastors, some prophets now are calling themselves, they are calling themselves Godfather. Godfather of your grandfather in your village. Not the one I serve. Just watch. All these titles you are seeing and people are gallivanting. Major, major, major. Bible says in Numbers 22, after Balaam saw the reward of divination, he went to pray to God. He went to pray to God to cost his own How can God cost his children? Is Balaam mad? You see that money knocked Balaam's head. That is why the Bible says, watch this, in, the, in, 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 in 2 Peter chapter 2, Verse 15 that we read earlier on. 2 Peter 2.15. Watch this. It says, Which are forsaking the right way. Talking about Balaam. 2 Peter 2.15. Which are forsaking the right way. And are gone astray. Following the way of whom? Balaam. The son of Bosa. Who loved the wages of what? 
unrighteousness. The salary, the profit, the money of unrighteousness. Look at verse 16, verse 16, verse 16. Jabalabala Gadash. Verse 16, verse 16, verse 16. It says, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. The moment the prophet is sold out and bought by money, it will take God. See, it, it shows that even animals will become more reasonable than him. When you see prophets who sell themselves because of pound sterling and dollar bills, Naira notes and Ghana cedents, South Africa rands and all sorts of currencies because you want to fly a plane and it's do or die. You are, I want a plane myself. But it is not at the expense of my salvation. Not by the reason of the bag and the reward of what? Divination. God can still give me a plane with clean hands, clean money. God can give me rose rice with clean money, not, not deceit. If not, common donkeys and goats will start prophesying to you. Listen to me. People didn't hurt themselves. Balaam was consulted by Balak to cause God's people. Balaam was consulted. Balaam was consulted by, by Balak to cause God's people. But Balak himself was stupid because why? He didn't know Balaam was blind. Balaam was about money. I will prove it to you. When Balaam picked up this oracle and saying he's a seer, he's a seer. The question is, he was, he, he was seeing, all he was seeing was money coming, money coming, which he collected and went his way. If he was truly a seer, the moment an angel wanted to kill him with a sword, he would have seen. He was blinded by the bag and the reward of righteousness. It was a donkey, a common animal that, that spoke. He said, I go blind, you prophet, look at an angel in front about to kill you. Numbers chapter 22. Let's go to verse 26, sorry. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn it either to the right or to the left. Verse 27. And when the ass, a donkey, saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam, Balaam's anger was kindled. And he, smooth, he smoothed the donkey with a staff repeatedly. Verse 28, and the Lord opened the mouth of the ass. Hi, may God not ridicule you where donkeys are talking to you. I thought you shout a louder, say amen. amen. And she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee? For thou hast smitten me, verse 28, with these three times. Verse 29 says, And Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou mocked me, I would dare with I, I would, there were a sword in my hand, for now would I kill you. Would I kill thee? Verse 30. And the ass said unto Balaam, Am not I thy ass, upon which thou hast ridden since, ever since I was, di I was dying unto this day? What was, was I ever, was I ever once do so unto thee? And he said, Nay. Verse 31 says, And the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel. Of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. You see how the prophet eye closed. 
a donkey became a prophet's prophet. May animals not be your prophet. I say, may animals not be your prophet. May animals not be your prophet. May animals not be your prophet. In the name of Jesus. You see that? A prophet was prophesied to by an animal. A prophet prophesied to by an animal. Imagine a goat. Stop and start prophesying to you because why you've collected the bag. That simply means what that is teaching us in hindsight is that the moment you corrupt the anointing by taking what is not yours, you'll be blind. You'll be blind to the truth. You'll be walking down the path of destruction. You'll be walking down. In Africa, all you hear now, look at me, all you hear now is prophets who are now confessing how they went to a court to get powers. All this one, they'll be telling you, your pant is yellow. Prophesy, Papa, I receive, yay! Your bank account number is 4929-5122-8737-888-221. Hey, prophesy, Papa! Prophesy. They are using your glory to enhance their wicked powers. Show me in the Bible where God was counting bank accounts. Any prophecy that does not edify you is not of God. Any prophetic encounter with the prophet that does not further increase your intimacy with the Holy Ghost is not of God. If I prophesy to you, I'm meant to also push you to a place of prayer, fasting, and growing in the world. As well. As a young pastor myself, as a young preacher myself, and as a prophet who's growing in the Lord and the ministry, I, I, I boldly say this openly. And I'm calling out all the majors, all these so-called, they call themselves major prophets, eh? All these so-called emeritus and papas. I, I boldly call them out tonight. And I tell them that they are failed. The, 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 the angels or the devils, the major twenties or major tens, and whatever they call themselves, you have all failed the young ones. You have failed the next generation. You are, they have made ministry 20 times tougher than it should be. When they should be laying... And setting the path for us. The Bible says, do not remove the landmarks, the fathers. One thing I want you to know is this. Please, everyone under the sound of my voice. Not all prophets steal money. Not all prophets are after your money. There are still some of us genuine ones. We are in this ministry for the right reason. Don't let the, 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 the failures... Of the ones, these prophets that have gone ahead of this. We are the next generation. And we have been, we are the army God is raising ruthless and we will not compromise. Don't let, don't, don't use the brush they've used to paint themselves. Don't use that same brush to paint us. Jesus said from afar, Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, thou killers of the prophets. Jesus came to his own. His own received him not. I cried. I cried. I wept. I wept. 
What has pastoring turned to? What has prophets turned to? It takes the grace of God to still call myself a prophet in public. Because that office has been, the image has been tarnished. But I stand to the glory of God that I am a prophet of God. Amen. I don't know about others, but in 1985, let's Bishop Ben Idaosa of Blessed Memories prophesied my birth. So I know I am a product of a patriarch. Not a product of a nobody. Mm. I cannot disgrace the man that prophesied about my life and ministry. Mm. How much more prophet? How much more disgrace the God that used him to speak? Hamaya Balagadash. Many of you, you don't know that it is your actions. That make genuinely called men go into satanic covens or culty groups and cliques. Because why? They've got to survive. Some, some men of God were genuinely called. But when they saw that the goodness and the, 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 they were doing was not making money, they changed clique, changed circle. Before Apostle Paul could say to live his Christ, to die his gain, it means that his eyes was red. He was, ah, to live his Christ, it, mean, it means there were things that were pushing Apostle Paul to compromise, to change camp, to denounce the right way for the quick way, to denounce drought for supposed rain flowing from the, from the, from, from the storehouse of the devil. The Bible says the wealth, it says wealth gathered by the wicked is sweet. But it ends up being like stone and gravel in the mouth. There are many of us that will not be bought. Why? We are not in the market for sale. We live in dangerous times where false prophets are everywhere. But because there are false prophets doesn't mean that the, the, the presence of genuine prophets is now lacking. No, we are still here. But the greed and the covetousness of the people is what makes the eyes shut from genuine prophets. The light is still here. But people have been covered by greed, so they follow darkness. Broad is the way that leads to destruction, but narrow is the way and the path that leads to eternal life. But only few will find it. In Numbers chapter, Numbers chapter 23, verse 7, Please open your Bibles with me. It says, And he took up his parable and said, Balak the king of Moab had brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, curse me Jacob and curse me Israel. Now, verse 18 of Numbers 23. Again, Balaam took up his parable and spoke. A prophet took up the parable. He used the anointing to want to curse, but God directed his tongue to bless. Hear me? What am I trying to say? 
no matter how a man can pick up the prophet, a so-called prophet can pick up the anointing and say, thus says the Lord. God is not pleased or will never be pleased if he has not actually put the word in their mouth. I want to end by saying this. Do not allow the wrongdoings of the fake ones, the money grabbers, breeds of vipers in suits and tie make you speak against the prophetic anointing. Not everybody is into money. Not everybody is into ministry because of money. The prophetic anointing prospers people. Please believe me. I'm a man that I've seen people so into my life and they get 300% on it. Or God bless them. It might not be money back. God bless them with good health or something that money could not have bought for them. Peace or whatever it is. I, have, I know how the prophetic anointing change people's life, turn their life around. So don't allow the nonsense of the thieves make you think that giving and sowing to the prophetic ministry is an act of foolishness. No. Open your eyes and see light from darkness and darkness from light. Be discerned. Don't be led by greed. Don't be led by what? Greed. I've been in the, in the last two weeks, I've been crying to the Lord. I've been asking him, I've been saying, Father, you must lift up the heads of genuine men of God. Thou art a shield to me. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. Psalm 3 verse 3. Psalm 28 verse 8. For the Lord is their strength. He is the saving strength of his anointed. John 14, 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul prospereth. There are biblical verses. Since the Lord is my shepherd, meaning my provider, I shall not be in want. There are living biblical examples that show that there is prosperity in the oil. So God has to lift up the head. See, there are many young men of God, truly called, that are going, dead, going down the path of doom because they want to make it quick now. So they, they get papalized by false prophets. They get fatalized by men who are merchandising the anointing and using it for wickedness. Child of God, I am here to quickly encourage us and bring a clear warning. We're living in perilous times. I've been called all sorts of names and it would not stop. I've been so told I've been I'm all sorts but one thing I will never do is back down from preaching the truth. Amen. Child of God, listen to me. I pray for you. My God bless you. My God prosper you. 
May he cause his face to shine upon you. His glory to rest upon you. Its countenance shine upon you. Let his hand rest on your head. I pray. The Bible says in Psalm 92 verse 10. It says, but my own shall the Lord exalt like the honor for unicorn. And I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I pray that my God shall exalt your heads. And receive a fresh anointing in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you know you are you're not saved and you want Jesus. I want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, I humble myself tonight. I bring this yoke and burden of sin and place it at your feet. Cleanse me. Forgive me. I receive and I confess you. Ask my Lord and Savior. Come into my life and stay. And give me grace not to return back to my vomit. The cross before me, the world behind me. In Jesus' name. Write my name in the book of life, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you've made, if you've taken a confession of faith, I want you to write us as well. I want to know if you did so. We want to hear from you so we can, we can keep you in prayers. And for those who backslided, you want to rededicate. I pray that grace, as you stretch on the screen, the grace to be fervent, the grace of fervency, the joy of salvation comes upon you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. My name again is Prophet John Enuma. My website gives you a lot of information about me. It's www.johnenumaministries.com. www.johnenumaministries.com. All the information about my ministry is on there. Um, if you want me to come minister in your, mini, in your churches, your events, your ministry, I'm, I'm open to speaking events and um, 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 ministrations. Obviously, when invitations come in, I pray, and as the Lord gives me the release, then I attend your, I attend your programs. But drop us a message. We want to hear from you. Admin line, you already have it. My God bless you, my God. Love you, the love of God. Have a wonderful evening. And for those who want to speak to me, you, want, you have testimonies for me, you want um, to share what the Lord has done for you, what he's doing for you since you connected with this prophetic platform, call us on the admin line. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Please follow and subscribe to our social media platform as follows at the Apostolic Movement Church on Facebook, also at the Apostolic Movement Church on Instagram if you do have an Instagram account at the Apostolic Movement Church. And to stay tuned on our Twitter account, please do so at the Apost Movement. That's at the APOS Movement. You can follow the man of God himself at Prophet John Inuma Ministries or Prophet John Inuma on Facebook. And to stay connected by his Instagram account, please do so at Prophet John Inuma. If you also have a Twitter account, please follow at Mr. John Inuma. That's at Mr. John Inuma. To follow the First Lady Reverend Josephine Inuma, please do so on Facebook at The Dynamic Womb Man. The Dynamic Womb Man. And if you do have an Instagram account, please follow at The Dynamic Womb Man as above The Dynamic Womb Man. To partake of our live services, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Apostolic TV. And to see behind the scenes footage of Prophet John Inuma family channel where you can sit back and have a laugh please subscribe to the enumas thank you god bless you